Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr., and welcome to our podcast, uh, Eternity Viewpoint. We are in the book of 1 Peter, and I would like to read to you, uh, we've we've done a little bit out of 1 Peter chapter 1, th- verses 13 to 16, but I want to dwell just on a couple of uh, verses there, and it may be something that we will have went over before, but we're going to go over it again here. It says, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Talking about the holiness of God, and certainly the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We need to seek to live, uh, to model ourselves after his life. And we know that he was holy and that uh, we also ought to be holy as well. And so how, how do we become those holy people? How do we p- become the people that God can really use that are really effective in service for him? We need to model our lives after himself. The Bible says, set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. So setting our affections, we're told in Matthew chapter 6, it says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Uh, Psalm 1, it says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And uh, Proverbs, excuse me, not Proverbs, uh, Psalm 37, 4 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And so I believe it's just the attitude that we're going to have of seeking after him, trying to do the things that please him, that make him happy and uh then uh, the Bible says our fellowship ought to be in that direction. It says, That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also will have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And so uh, the Bible says there's a friend which there's a friend which sticketh closer than a brother, and that friend is the Lord Jesus Christ. So the closer that we get to him, I believe we become more holy in our life, and uh, we, we're happier, we're joyful. The Bible says, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. So the question might be, how do I obtain that? How do I, how do I get to that place in my life? Well, 
I I think there are a number of things we can look at today. Number one is we need to, the Bible says every one of us are going to give account of ourselves to God. So we need to keep a short account. So once we've recognized that we've fallen short, the Bible says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says there's not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. So, uh, we take a look at our lives and we see how we're measuring up. And the reality is, uh, the Bible says, if I offend in one point, I'm guilty of all. Uh, so the reality is that I am going to offend. And how do I make that less and less? How do I draw closer to him? Well, it's, it's taking that time. It's thinking about the things that we're going to do. Uh, I, I believe the first thing that we do is we wake up and we ask God, Lord, you direct me, you guide me today. If you've got that ability to get into the Word of God the first thing in the morning, I think that's a wonderful thing. Uh, spending time in prayer and the study of the Word of God. And the Bible says we, we've, we're talk, we talk about meditation, we talk about memorizing, we talk about studying and reading. And uh, so we need to put that in the proper perspective. We need to think about some kind of an order. So the first thing I would say is make sure we are reading the Word of God daily. Uh, we are told that now we are clean through the Word, which I've spoken unto you, and I'm paraphrasing there, but it's the Word of God which makes us clean. Thy Word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. And then let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. So as we, uh, first of all, read the Word of God, then I believe, secondly, we can memorize that Word of God, and then to meditate on it, all those things will be helpful to us. Reading, memorizing, meditating, and then, of course, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth to be ashamed, uh, needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So study in the word of God. And then uh, as we study the word of God, we need to apply it to our lives. What is it saying to me? Uh, I know God, you know, how do I react to others? How do I treat them? How do I live my life? Well, I need to be living such a life, as the Bible says, that the Word of God might come out to the world through me. Let your light so shine among men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which art in heaven. So I am doing that. I am taking that time just to be in His Word. So what what are some of the things that God asked me to do that I live that holy life? Well, I believe He asked me to have a concern for others and uh, you know, the Bible says, for whosoever, uh, excuse me, uh, what's it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So we realize there are people out there today that don't have a clue about the things of God. They are just thinking that material things are what it's all about, uh, trying to get more toys, more money, more gifts, all of those types of things. Well, how do we impact them? Well, we've got to be uh, thinking, uh, can I become a friend to that person? Can I encourage them? Can I uh, come alongside them? Can I, can I live a lifestyle that's pleasing to God that people might look at me and say, you know, what is it that you have? What makes you the way that you are? 
And, of course, we realize what makes us that way is God working in our life, God doing something through us, God giving us a heart for others. The Bible says, Proverbs, uh, Psalms 126, 5 and 6, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bring his sheaves with him. And I believe as we uh, have compassion for others, we, we see that the Lord looked upon the uh, people, and he was moved with compassion on them. And we, to be like him, ought to, we ought to be moved with compassion. We ought to have a desire to reach out to them. And the only way we can reach out to them, we know that just talking to them isn't enough. So we spend time in prayer praying for them. We might go to them and say, you know, how can I pray for you? How can I, is there anything you need in your life? And initially they're going to look at you and think, uh, if there is something, I'm not going to tell you. But when they realize you're sincere and they realize after a while, as you continue to pray for them, and you don't always know what to pray for, but you just pray for them by name. And eventually maybe uh, God lays something on their your heart or op- reveals something to you. Or it might be that they will realize after a while, you know, I do have a problem in my life. I do need some help, and here's someone who's willing to pray for me, and I'll go and tell them. And as we do that, that opens up another door of opportunity for us. Word of God tells us, uh, occupy till I come. We're told I must work the works of him that sent me while this day, the night cometh when no man can work. And so we need to be involved in those things, in those areas. And so as we are thinking about that, then... We're told in Psalm 66, 18, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Well, there's a problem then. If I've got sin in my life, if there's something that's keeping me from being as close to God as I ought to, I'm not living that holy life, and I'm not going to be effective in service for him. So I've got to ask him, Lord, take that sin out of my life. And as we spend time with God in prayer, we say, God, if there's something wrong in my life, if there's something wrong in my heart, show it to me. David said, create a right spirit within me. He said, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So we're asking God to show us. It says, search me, O God, and know my hearts. Try me and see if there be any wicked way in me. As we're asking God to do those things, and then Learning how to be obedient to him is what will enable us to live a holy life. The Bible says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Uh, we're told in Matthew 28, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Of course, in Matthew 6, Mark sixteen fifteen, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So those are things that will help us to be holy people. And then leave it all up to God and say, God, I'm doing what I can do. I'm seeking your face. I'm trying to share the good news of the gospel with others. I need you to help me. And uh, then we can even ask for God to share uh, 
people that have needs, you know, how can I come along beside them? Do I have the ability to help them and, and what can I do? And if I can't personally help them, maybe I know somebody who can. Who can. And I think that encourages, uh, as I am coming alongside others and trying to help them and making a difference in their life, God is drawing me closer to him. Because certainly we need to be selfless. We need to be not concerned about all the things that we have, but how can we share the goodness that we have with others? Uh, God bless you and have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.